Hello, friends, and welcome to Cookie's Candid Conversations. This is Cookie White, and this podcast is constructed to give honest suggestions rooted in Scripture to pump up your day with encouragement and fill your life with positivity. I come to you this morning after um, being in Washington, D.C. last week. We've done quite a bit of traveling lately, but this was one trip I really wanted to make and to see exactly, reacquaint myself, I guess, again with Washington, D.C. and what all is there because I believe this country has so much to offer. We were built upon the ideas and the faith of so many men and women And I wanted to reacquaint myself because, as we all know, this country is in a mess. And I think after this trip, Gary and I both said, we think every citizen in the United States ought to go to Washington, D.C. and actually revisit everything that's there. See and read again the Declaration of Independence, the Bill of Rights, the Mayflower Compact, everything that shaped this nation I think we need to revisit. So I thought today I would just go over a few of the highlights that we saw to kind of reacquaint you. It is all on Google. You can just go to the computer and read about everything again. But after seeing it, I just wanted to share a few things with you. The first thing I want to share with you is about the U.S. Capitol. In the U.S. Capitol, the Declaration of In God We Trust is prominently displayed in both the United States House and the Senate chambers. That to me is astounding that we need to recognize that, that our representatives need to recognize that if that has kind of gone by the wayside for them. Around the tops of the walls in the House chamber, appear images of 23 great lawgivers from across the centuries. But Moses, the lawgiver who, according to the Bible, originally received the law of God, is the only lawgiver honored with a full-face view, looking down on the proceedings of the house. Religious artwork is found throughout the United States Capitol, including the rotunda where the prayer service of Christopher Columbus, the baptism of Pocahontas, and the prayer and study, Bible study, of the pilgrims are all prominently displayed. In the Cox Corridor of the Capitol were the words, America, God shed his grace on thee, are inscribed. At the East Senate entrance, the words in Latin, are written, God has favored our undertakings. Images of the Ten Commandments are found in many federal buildings across D.C., including in bronze in the floor of the National Archives and a bronze statue of Moses in the main reading room of the Library of Congress and in numerous locations in the Supreme Court. The Washington Monument the Jefferson Memorial and the Lincoln Memorial. Here's just a little bit we found there. The Washington Monument, which we were not able to get into, but there are numerous Bible verses and religious acknowledgments 
carved on memorial blocks in those walls, including these phrases, Holiness to the Lord from Exodus, Isaiah, and Zechariah. Search the scriptures from John. The memory of the just is blessed in Proverbs, and may heaven to this union continue its benefice. And in God we trust. And the Latin inscription, Praise be to God, is engraved on the monument's capstone. Five areas inside the Jefferson Memorial. Jefferson's words have been carved. Four are God-centered, including Jefferson's declaration that God who gave us life gave us liberty. Can the liberties of a nation be secure when we have removed a conviction that these liberties are the gift of God? Indeed, I tremble for my country when I reflect that God is just, that his justice cannot sleep forever. The Lincoln Memorial contains numerous acknowledgments of God and citations of Bible verses, including the declarations that we here highly resolve that this nation under God shall not perish from the earth. The Almighty has his own purposes. Woe unto the world because of offenses, for it must needs be that offenses come, but woe to that man by whom the offense cometh. As it was said 3,000 years ago, so still it must be said, the judgments of the Lord are true and righteous. That's found in Psalms. And this one, one day every valley shall be exalted and every hill and mountain shall be made low. The rough places will be made plain and the crooked places will be made straight and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all flesh see it together. Taken from Martin Luther King's speech based on Isaiah 40, 4 through 5. Even in the Library of Congress, they have the Gutenberg Bible and etched on the wall are Bible verses. The light shineth in darkness and the darkness comprehendeth it not. Wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom with all thy getting, get understanding. What doth the Lord require of thee but to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with thy God? And in Psalms, the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament showeth his handiwork. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, there is so much history, so many scriptures, so much of God all over Washington, D.C. We should not lose hope. God is on the throne. He is orchestrating things we know nothing about. We have no clue what is going on, and we sit and wring our hands and get worried. Our nation's capital, the foundation of it, everything that was raised down there has been raised to glorify our God Almighty, and He will get the victory. I want to tell you about a couple of other things. I know most of you have heard about the changing of the guard in Arlington Cemetery, and we had the opportunity to watch that, and it's just amazing how they do that every single day, day after day after day, and have not missed a step, I think, since 1986. But while we were there, viewing all the graves and 
seeing the grave of John F. Kennedy and his wife, Jackie, his brothers, seeing various notary people that are buried there. One story was told to us by our tour guide, who was our pastor's wife that went with us. And it's about these two young men. It really touched my heart. Their names are Brendan Looney and Travis Mannion. They were inseparable after they became Navy SEAL roommates. One of them, Travis Mannion, died in Iraq in 2007. And later, Brandon Looney gave his life at Operation Enduring Freedom in 2010. Brandon Looney's wife found, I guess, that these two were so close that it would do them so much good to be buried side by side in Arlington National Cemetery, that that's where they belonged side by side, as they had been for years. So the family of Brendan Looney extracted his, excuse me, it was Travis Mannion, extracted his body in Pennsylvania and buried it in Arlington National Cemetery. And in a few days later, Brendan Looney was buried right beside him in Arlington National Cemetery. It is... I did not see them personally. Our tour guide, Julie, told us all about it. It is the sweetest thing. And if you go on the internet, you can find them. The soldiers that were buried side by side in Arlington National Cemetery. These young men, young men, one born in 1980 and one in 81, gave their lives in service to our country. And there's many, many, many more in Arlington National Cemetery. There is so much history. I don't even have the time to tell you about all the things that I saw, all the things that I did, the memorials that I saw. World War I, World War II, Korea, um, just one after the other, Vietnam, the war my own brother fought in. I just want you to think and just to be reminded today there is so much scripture surrounding everything in Washington, D.C., and we need to pray for those leaders that are there. Every single one of them, whether they're believers or not, whether they're after power and prestige, whatever they are after, that they will have that Damascus experience of seeing the light dawn on them, that they cannot get over it, around it, under it, or through it that they have to come face to face with God Almighty who blessed this nation from the very start. That he would forgive us, as I'm sure he has when you ask forgiveness, for all the mistakes we've made in this country. And we've made a lot. But we can take what we have learned and build upon it. And we can make this nation great again. One that honors God, honors country, has a strong military, looks out for one another as we always have done. When we find one in need, what do we do? We try to satisfy that need for whomever it may be, whether it's sending something overseas or whether it's finding diapers for our local diaper ministry that we have in our own church. We want to help other people, but we can help other people by praying for them that they will find the Lord Jesus Christ. Not only that, if they have walked away from their faith, that they'll come back. 
and that we should pray upon Almighty God to protect, look over, watch us, guide us, and direct us. But if you want some reassurance, if you want a fresh anointing of how this nation was built, go to D.C. or look it up on Google. Read all the scriptures that are inscribed everywhere. Go to the Museum of the Bible, which is an outstanding, outstanding building that will just take history from day one, how God has been so gracious to us. So I just wanted to give you that little bit this morning. I'm not preaching at you. I am just sharing with you. I am so full of thankfulness that God allowed Gary and I to go this past week, that we got to have a fantastic tour guide that shared her heart and so much of her knowledge with us, that we got to see it. We got to see the protest in front of the Supreme Court. Yep, they're still there. But there's those protesting that what is inside of a woman, the reason she should have an abortion is nothing but a glob of cells. Broke my heart. While there's others on the other side, pro-life, also protesting. So I pray that you would just be renewed in your faith and that you will know we certainly are not alone. Father God, thank you so much that I was able to share with those who want to listen to my little update of D.C. And God, I just pray for a fresh anointing. I pray for protection of our Supreme Court. I pray for their upcoming decisions. I pray for their protection and anointing of knowledge and wisdom from you, that they will make the right decisions. And I pray, God, that this nation will wake up, that we will realize we cannot be bullied into joining a side that is against you. Bullying is, has no place in its schools, has no place on the playgrounds, and has no place in the government of this country and its people. So I pray, God, you will be with us. You will guide us. You will direct us. You will fill us anew with hope that you certainly are still in control. And may we live as we know we should, that we believe it. For it's in the precious name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Thank you, friends, for joining me today. I hope you have a wonderful day. And as I always end... I will see you next time.